What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cookies and Beer. That is me every single time I go into a restaurant now. Fuck it. I, <coughs> excuse me. Every time I go into any kind of establishment buying gas, getting fucking chips and salsa, getting beer, getting more whiskey, doing whatever the fuck you got to do, you have to always remember to bring your mask because that's the world we live in now. But uh, happy week 12, Corona out there, whatever it is, 13, I don't know, I'm just going through the motions, I haven't showered today, so that's what kind of podcast you're in, you're in for here, <laughs> I just now realized that, I don't stink, but I just have, I just feel, I ran today too, so there's that on top of everything else, but um, yeah man, life's great, you know, just pushing through, doing all you can. But uh, shit's opening up back here, um, for the most part. I mean, there's a couple masks here and there, and they gotta. If you go into a restaurant, you gotta pop on a mask until you get to your table, even if you're outside, which is weird, cause it's outside. But I don't know. It's part of the rules, and I miss eating at a restaurant. So I'll fucking I'll I'll go ahead and you know be a sheep. In order to get my margarita tower. You know, that's my fucking compromise. But then there's some restaurants where there's nobody's got masks on. It's fucking the Wild West. Like, it's like spring break right now. (laughs) It's like, it's, dude, it's like spring break. It's that feeling where it's like, you know, everyone's out of school. And this is your first week of just being totally, you know, fuck the schedule. I'm just going to wake up at 11 I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to get high. I'm going to go surf for like three hours. And then you come home and you just do that. Or if you have a job, you work and then you do all of those things. But it's like spring break. Everyone's just out. We're not thinking about shit, dude. (laughs) We're just no repercussions. We're just fucking living in the moment. We're living in the moment. We're out doing blow. We're listening. We got TI cranked like it's 2004. And we're just really getting loose, really getting loose out there. Well, and then in like a, in like a week, it's like you know, it's it's like it's like what happens when you go to spring break? You get an STD, right? Isn't that what happens? I never been to spring break because I thought it was ridiculous. Looking back, kind of regret it. Looked fun. Moving on. Part of life is not looking back at shit you can't you can't control. I missed it though. I used to fucking watch the. MTV, um, it wasn't TRL, was it TRL, Spring Break, Spring Chicken, Spring, it had like, um, uh, what's her fuck, dude, Carmen Electra was on there for sure, Jenny McCarthy, yikes, she's, she was, she was insanely hot, she still kind of is, I think, I think she's like 40 something, she's got looking banging still, yeah, Jenny McCarthy was on there, with her, like, white sunglasses, because everyone thought they wanted to be, like, Gwen Stefani, be, like, the punker chick, whatever that was, that was interesting, 
But I used to watch that shit, and I'm like, damn, there's kids, like, sweating on each other. Like, people are for sure getting laid. Like, no one cares. It's just a week of of just fuck it all. Literally, fuck it all. That's that's all they did there. Tons of molly, tons of blow, tons of alcohol, and tons of STDs. And then you get back. You fly home to, like, fucking Charlotte or wherever you live. And you're like, fuck, that was fun. And then, like, you get home and you shower, and then the next day you wake up and you're back to work. And you're like, fuck, I made a lot of risky decisions. I, I did some shit I probably shouldn't have done. But I was living in, living in the moment because I was thinking, hey, this might be the last time that I get to do this. That's how I felt about going out to a restaurant. I was like, fuck, dude, I don't even care if I get corona. Is this weird? I don't care. This might be really weird, but I was thinking, thinking about this the other day. I don't even care if I get corona. I care more about giving like my friends and my family corona than me getting it. Like If I get it and die... Yeah, you know, it'll suck. But, you know, maybe it was just, you know, my fucking time. But knowing that I could have, like, given it to other people, if that's even the case, I don't know, man. I saw some stu- some study. I saw zero studies. I was high, and I flipped through the news app on my phone. And I'm guilty of clickbait, so do not come to me for your news. But that being said, I have to preface, that being said, I saw some bullshit where they were like, oh, hey... Uh, remember that stuff we were saying where it didn't really uh, contaminate people if you were asymptomatic? Well, yeah. And I was like, what the fucking fuck? Like, you're telling me that all these people could be asymptomatic and they're not even passing it along? God damn it. But you know what? Again, no control over it. As long as I can get my weed and I have a job and I can go exercise, I'm good. I'm good for a little bit. And, like, phones. Dude, imagine if we didn't have phones. If we didn't have the internet right now, guaranteed 85% of the world would have already killed themselves. For sure. Probably me included. Do you not realize what three months of no internet would do? I know this sounds... This is such a first world problem. But if you really think about it, what is the one thing that has been steady through this entire quarantine for us? Your phones. Or the internet. Or Pornhub. Or fucking... 4chan or whatever weird shit you're into you have to use the internet now if you were just remove that what are you gonna do read oh i'm sorry i didn't know this was the fucking 1700s we're in the 21st century bitch i want to hear all of my books i don't want to go read it for myself who do you think you are i think the point was we don't know if we're fucked i think from our spring break vacation we're all just hoping that we don't Test positive for fucking AIDS or Corona or herpes or whatever's going around. But um, I'm you know I'm going out there. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta get into restaurants, dude. And I fucking miss my chips and salsa. I know it's such a small thing, but god damn it, chips and salsa and watching sports. Granted, there's no sports. I'm watching Korean baseball. That's fun. UFC's back. We'll get into that. But outside of that, I don't want to watch the 2004 NBA Finals all over again. You know? I've seen it. You know? (laughs) So, I don't need to see it again. Because there's a thing called YouTube, and we can just look at that whenever we want. Like, if I'm on the patio smoking a joint, and I'm like, oh shit, I want to watch Kobe's 81-point game. I'm not going to be like, damn, I hope ESPN comes out with a top 10 
where they just happen to show that. No, I just get on my phone and I do a little boop, 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 and it scans my face, downloads all my data, sells it to whoever because I just click accept cookies because I'm tired of the banner popping in my face. So I had to hit accept, and I'm just like, well, hopefully they don't have everything, and then you look at porn or fucking <laughs> whatever you're looking at. So they already have it. I don't really care about that. Uh, and there was a point to this story. I think it was just that I'm going out, you know? Like I, I've got all the creams. I've got all... I have to drink my water. I'm hydrated again. The fucking yeast infection is gone. And I'm trying to dip my toe back into the old dating pool. You know what I mean? But things are open, you know? Giggity. Dude, you, you know how I know we're going to be fine, I think, from all this? Is that IHOP is open again. You know? Like, really? IHOP? It was crowded, by the way. I don't, I don't know if you, like, realize. Like, it was very crowded for a Thursday mid-afternoon. Like, you know when you drive by an IHOP or Denny's and you always look in? Everybody looks in. I don't know why. I think we just walk, we just drive by, and we're like, fuck. I am glad I'm not in there. Because nobody's happy at IHOP, unless you're drunk. But usually if you're drunk, sometimes you can be a dick to the waitress or the waiter. And it could turn into a whole thing. Those, pe- those waiters and waitresses, by the way, need to get paid like $75 an hour. Everyone. The cooks, the people who clean the place, everyone deserves a $100 raise per hour. Because these people have the most patience. And a lot of these people are there for like 10, 15, 20 years. And I'm just like, dude... We need people like that, like in office. We need people that are just resilient and got grit and that are just, they don't give a fuck what anyone looks like. They just want to get through the day and they just want to help people out by giving them food or do whatever you got to do. Basically, I think the rule should be like IHOP. Dude, I haven't been to an IHOP in a minute. I think the last time I went was like International Pancake Day. I'm sure that's a thing. I think it is. Yeah, at IHOP. You get, like, unlimited pancakes for, I don't know, a dollar or whatever it is. No, it's, like, 12 bucks or some shit. And you get, like, unlimited pancakes, I think. But I re- remember going, this was, like, fuck, five years ago, six years ago. I went with like, my girlfriend at the time and uh, my sister. It was, like, late, too. It was, like, 9 o'clock at night on, on like, a Wednesday. <laughs> like, I have never been more disappointed in myself. But, hey, it was International Pancake Day. You know what? Sometimes you got to live. But, dude, I had, like, fucking six plates. Because they hype it up. They're like, hey, unlimited pancakes. And you're like, fuck, cool, awesome. But you don't factor in the fact that you're going to be a fat piece of shit or high. And you're just going to mow through pancakes. You can. Here's the caveat. You have, they only give you, I think, two pancakes per plate. And they're not that big. I mean, they're big if you're normal, but if... Let's be honest, if you're there in International Pancake Day, IHOP, and at 9 o'clock at night, you're probably not really feeling normal right now, let's be honest. So I go in there, they're like, all right, here you go, here's your plate. My girlfriend at the time only had like one plate or like half of one of mine, my sister had like the same, and then I'm just blowing through pancakes. Like, I don't even know what they taste like. I'm just mixing all the syrups. I'm like, it's like honey. I'm just pouring honey and sugar on top of, like, blueberry and fucking snozberry or whatever they have. 
for those syrups. Dude, they have like 11 syrups over there. Can we just all vote on do you get a maple? You get a, like a, a blueberry or a boysenberry, and then you get a wild card. The third one's like a joker. They're wild. You can make it, whatever. You could put ketchup in there. Whoever, the employee of the month for each IHOP uses that third wild card syrup container to put whatever they want. They could just put bees inside of it. <laughs> They're just like, you want honey, bitch? Fucking patience. And you just sit there and you wait for these bees. You just throw queens in there. But you could also just put fucking, you know, mayonnaise in there. Dude, oh my God, I must just fucking puke. Just imagine. Because you know those syrup containers just sit out all day long in the sun. They just get roasted. Imagine if somebody put mayonnaise. You're like, hey, my Grand Slam needs some extra mayonnaise on it. Grand Slam's from Denny's, right? Or is it IHOP? It doesn't even matter. They're basically the same thing. It's like UPS and FedEx. Like, hey, same thing, different colors. You know what I mean? It's the exact same fucking thing. Um, but yeah, I had, I think, six plates. I felt like shit, um, obviously. And uh, went to bed, I think. So my body could just try to process all the sugar and wheat and shit through my fucking syrup-coated kidneys. Until I wake up, regret it, brush my teeth, and just look at myself in the mirror and go, all right, today is a different day. Who you were last night, that's not you. And I have that talk with myself every day. So I don't know if I'm making progress or if I'm just like fucking like that Nine Inch Nails song. Every day is exactly the same. Dude, imagine, dude, you know what you should listen to right after this? Or you could turn it off. I don't care. You probably, probably haven't even gotten this far anyways. But if you are... Pause it or fucking finish this and go listen to that Nine Inch Nail song. Apply it to today's society. Actually, you know what? Don't. If you're, if you're very already like bummed out and dark and depressed over like the quarantine and everything that's going on, then maybe you shouldn't listen to it because it's super – it's like watching Black Mirror. Like two months into the fucking lockdown, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. I can see how every episode could play out. Half of them already are. Half of them already are. Already are? You already are. Dude, I started watching trash TV. I was talking to my uncle, and I was like, you know what? I've seen Blue through Ozark. I blew Ozark. I, you know, finally finished The Sopranos after 30 years or whatever it's been. I, you know, I've watched all the family guys a hundred times. HBO Max came out. Hey, Friends is out. Hey, cool. I haven't had it for six months. Guess what? Two days in, I'm already over it. I'm watching Fresh Prince, but same thing. I mean, I grew up with Fresh Prince. I know what happens. I know I'm going to cry on the episode where he gets upset that his dad doesn't want to hang around him and Uncle Phil hugs him. I know that I'm going to cry every single time I watch that. I've seen that episode probably 45 times, and I've cried 45 times. I watched it like four days ago, and I was like, motherfucker, man, he just... Wants to hang out with his dad. And I fucking, I was balling. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I fucking still got me. I heard, I heard that whole scene was improv. Or maybe not, maybe not the whole scene, but part of it. Like Will Smith put extra, like, extra dick into it. And so Uncle Phil was just, like, overwhelmed, I guess. And just, like, hugged him. That's fucking, imagine being on that set. I'd be like, that's a wrap, folks. Because you can't really do anything after that. Like, that's the best acting ever. Because it was real. 
Yeah, I'm like, all right, everyone take five. Cry fucking, wipe your eyes. Everyone go to the craft services and get some fucking ham wraps or whatever they give you. Started to watch trash TV, sorry. Started watching this show called Total Bellas. If you don't know what it is, let me educate you. This is a shitty ass fucking train wreck of a show. And it stars John Cena, who is fucking dope, and his insanely hot wife. And then it also shows her twin sister, who's equally, if not hotter, of a twin sister. She's in wrestling, and she's married to a guy who's also in wrestling, but he's about to retire. I sound like fucking TMZ right now. And the one dude has to retire, and that's a whole thing, and you it's fucking crazy, but it's also a reality show, so I can't get too into it. But you definitely feel for this guy. And then his super hot wife is like about to retire. She has like a couple weeks left and then she's going to retire. And she's just like, hey, I'm super hot. What's going on? You know, what's up? And then her sister gets like neck surgery and she's like, hey, you guys are, you know, at the end of your career and we're family. Why don't you come live with us and take care of me when I get my head worked on or my neck done? Neck done? Necton, Mississippi. <laughs> she has, like, fucking neck surgery. So she has to stay home. She can't do shit. So they, they agree. They go stay in the guest house, which is, this guest house is, like, fucking 9,000 square feet. Like, this isn't a guest house. It's a fucking... She, they own two houses on one plot of land. But they live there, and then John Cena has... He's just like, my life has gotten insane. I'm getting out of this. So you barely see him except for, like, the the family dinners. Bro, they got formal dinners. It's every, like, Wednesday. Dude, look how fucking into this shit I am. It, it's actually pretty fascinating. It's really not. It's just that the world is so wild right now. I can't process any of it fucking completely. So I just got to watch something else and just, I need to, I just need to pivot. I need to pivot for a day or two and just laugh and then we'll get back into it. But, um... I started watching this shit, and then it's 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 insane. I've done a really terrible job explaining it, but they're insanely hot, and the story's terrible, but you still watch it. I know girls that watch it, so it's not like a just like these girls are amazingly hot, distractingly hot, I would say. But then like they have their mom, and she's getting married for like the third time. And then they have a brother, and he got married, and he knocks this chick. I don't know, dude. It's wild. It's fucking trash. It's absolute trash. But that's what I'm watching right now. So I'm two seasons deep. There's five. I'll have a fucking full report. Probably next week I'll be done with the whole thing. Dude, wrestling's changed so much. I was thinking about this shit. Because my uncle and my cousins and I and a few of my friends have been kind of sending back old... Wrestling shit, just how ridiculous it was with, like, Stone Cold and Vince McMahon and their feud and the games they played, and that shit was ridiculous, but it was fun because, you know, I was 10 or whatever I was, 11, in my Christian school, and I'd watch that shit, and it, but it was dope. You know, Stone Cold would drive a fucking beer truck in and just ruin everyone's night. You know, just fucking drive a full-blown Budweiser car. Not car, big rig. Like, Optimus Prime fucking trailer. 
into the whatever it was, Madison Square Garden, and fucking just open up a beer, a fucking beer line on a hose and just fuck everyone tonight up. It was awesome. But now it's 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 gotten ridiculous. I haven't watched it in probably don't even know when that was. Ninety like five? Ninety six? So I don't know. Seventy five years. I haven't watched wrestling in seventy five years. But I know it's a lot different. It's way more flashy. Um it was still flashy, but I don't know. It was tight. Dude, I didn't realize how stone how tall uh Stone Cold was. I mean he's like six two. I mean I'm five eight, five nine, so to me that's really tall, <laughs> unfortunately. I've never felt what they felt because it's like I'm not I'm not tall. Meaning, like, if you see someone that's super tall, like, the first thing you think, I don't care who you are, even if you play, in a, like, even if, you're in, even if you're a professional athlete, if you see a really tall person, you're like, yeah, that person used to play basketball. Like, that's probably your first thought. You weren't like, oh, they're a professional fucking hiker. Like, that guy climbed Mount, Mount Everest at 7'2". Like, you know, that's not your first thing. Your first thing is you're like, this guy's really tall. He's athletic or chick. And they, they're fucking tall. So they, they probably, there's a 90% chance that they have picked up a basketball at one point. But then you look at me, and you're like, what? This fucking guy plays fucking tennis? Like, what? Are, like, there, there's never been a sport where it's like average, like, f- not average, because I'm probably on the short side. I'm short. But if you see a dude that's like a normal, I guess that's not true. Because I guess boxing, actually, no. I guess like, like probably UFC. UFC is probably the best thing. Dude, that UFC, that's interesting. UFC is the best thing that's happened to short people ever, I think. And just average, average looking Joes like me. Like, I'm not tall. I'm not jacked. I'm just a dude with a beard that likes to laugh. Talk about farts and dicks. And hopefully I make someone laugh. And if so, hey, that's a great day. But like when you see someone in that's my, that's interesting. Because like a lot of these MMA dudes are not that big. Like obviously dudes like Francis Ngannou and GSP are fucking jacked. And they're bigger dudes. But like you look at like a, I don't even know who to throw out. But if like my point is that if you see, like, you could be passing by someone that's like a black belt in jiu-jitsu that would just end your life in two seconds, but you would have no idea because he looks like a, you know, he could maybe be a plumber or maybe he's a bartender. Although I'd say most bartenders probably say they know jiu-jitsu. They're like, yeah, bro. They're always in like a tap-out shirt. <laughs> Fucking drink monster energy drinks and shit. Covered in tattoos. Dude, speaking of being covered in tattoos, the fucking Cody Garbrandt fight. Holy fucking fuck, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I I didn't order the fight. I just like waited until I saw the things on like Instagram or whatever, just because I don't know. I didn't think it was worth it. But um I fucked up for sure because there was a fucking couple really good knockouts. Uh Cody Garbrandt was like a fraction of a second before the end of the round. And he just cracked him straight with a fucking right hook, I think, and just walked just walked away. Like as he threw the punch, he was like, "This guy's dead." <laughs> like, for, like he fucking he looked great, dude. He was fucking killing it. But um, happy he's coming back too. I was bummed for him because he was fucking taking some shit losses, but um, he's back, dude. So hopefully he gets back on that winning streak. Him and Tyron Woodley too. I like both those dudes. 
they remind me of kind of like a Matt, like a Matt Hughes type guy. Like Matt Hughes didn't really, I don't think really in that era came up with like social media, really. It was probably like MySpace. So, you know, you were on his top eight or whatever the fuck. But um, I feel like none of those dudes really talked shit. Like they would answer back, but they wouldn't start by talking shit. Like you look at someone like, like, like Conor McGregor is great. You look at someone like Floyd Mayweather, obviously great. Jorge Masvidal, like, Colby Covington, like, all these dudes are just, they're great. They're fucking great shit talkers, like, the best in the business. But then you have someone like Cody Garbrandt that's just, like, he'll answer back, he'll stand up for himself, and then he'll just murder you in the fucking octagon. He'll just be like, hey, man, uh, yeah, I know you feel that way, uh, but we'll see what happens. Like, you better watch your mouth. Like, that's that's as extreme as he goes. And then he gets in the octagon, he just turns that crazy switch on, and he's just, like, throwing fucking what looks like crazy shots. But when you slow him down, you're like, Jesus, fuck, this guy, this guy is insanely accurate. And it's just, it's just like, blurry all over your screen. Like, E-Honda <laughs> from fucking Street Fighter. A jacked guy covered in tattoos that was like E-Honda. He says, you don't even see where his fists are. And then the, the person ends up dead in the, in the fucking middle, middle of the ring. But, yeah, man, I like that. I like those kind of fighters. Like, dudes that don't really talk shit, they'll answer back, then they'll just fuck you up. And then just go, hey, next time, don't do that. And then that's what that is. Um, I don't know if I should pour another drink. Yes, that's when you know this is a problem. When you bring the bottle to the stage, that's from a Foo Fighters documentary. They talked about Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins were talking about how their drinking progressively got way worse when they started to get like some traction with the Foo Fighters, and they're talking about like, all right, we'll have a you know a, a couple beers. He's like, yeah, you know, when we first started getting traction. We would have, like, one or two beers before we went out and played. And then we just got so good at playing and got so comfortable that we'd have, like, a shot and a beer. And then we'd have two shots and bring a beer on stage. And then they would just bring the bottle to the stage. And then God knows what they did after that. But, yeah, that's where that's from. Take the bottle to the stage. I don't know. Weird thing. I have autism. I don't know. Dude, I had this great idea the other night. Um, it was in my deep fucking purple fucking haze. My, Are you a pothead fucker? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a pothead fucker? No, Jack. I pass on grass all the time. Um, yeah, I had this idea where what if we got, and there's something here, what if we got the same weed that Elon Musk smoked on Joe Rogan. We grow it. We call it SpaceX. All right? I know what you're thinking. Already off to an amazing start. Then all the proceeds go to something dope. Like space travel or we it gets converted into some kind of a Tesla stock or something. That's probably like insider trading though. <laughs> that means you're selling something and then they're but you're not controlling what they're buying so you can't do that but you could put the money towards towards something cool i don't know that's not my fucking department i'm just i'm just a boy with a dream <laughs> so but then um we all benefit from it like the more weed you buy the higher the percentage goes assuming it's like a stock thing 
This is all bro science, by the way. I have no idea how stocks work. I just know some days I look at my phone and I want to throw it across the fucking house because I lost money. And then some days I have a little smirk. And that's as far as it goes. Because you don't get too happy with stocks. I see why people kill themselves over stocks. I do. Because the problem... And they all have trust issues. Because the stock goes up. Like when you first start doing it and the stock goes up. You, and then you like cash out or fucking sell. Sell, sell, sell. And then you get whatever. X amount of thousands of dollars. If you're lucky. Then you reinvest it. And then you get happy and get happy. And then you go, fuck, I think I should sell. And then it, you wait a day and then it fucking drops 80 points. And then you go, oh, okay, I fucked up. And then you just, your expect, expectations goes down extremely low. You just go, all right, well, I'm just not going to get as excited next time. The next thing you know, you're like Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. And you're just, you're just off the rockers. And then next thing you know, you get brought in by the CIA to do experiments. They dose you with LSD. They have you sign some waivers. And you fucking jump out of a window. Or you get thrown out. I'm watching Wormwood again because I haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. It's about I think it's about the MK Ultra experiments. The problem with that show is I really it's such a well done show. It's kind of it's obviously very dark. So I have to get really high just to deal with it because it just it's too much to take in. It's giggity sober. So um I have to get really high, but then when I sit down, I get sleepy, so maybe I'll try it again tonight, and I'll stand through the whole thing or something. I don't know. Fucking just a, just a psycho. I'm just standing in front of the TV like an eight-year-old watching Rugrats, <laughs> the fucking blankie. But anyways, stocks. There's something there, so if anyone has any more further information on how we can go about this weed space X, weed space X, Tesla stock investing thing, then you let me know. Yeah, man. Let's get in some dicks of your mom. Time machine function. Three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. In your ass. June 13th, 1994. It was a Monday. Uh, what happened? I swear my All for One came out. Dude, that's a great song. You know what sucks is that every time I hear that song now, I think of that movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and what's her name? Amy Smart. So hot. But yeah, man, that fucking song, that song fucks. Uh, movies that were out was Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. Well, this one, this one, this one already wins. This one already wins because Forrest Gump, dude. If you listen to this and you don't like Forrest Gump, you can turn it off, or not. I'm just saying that Forrest Gump is fucking dope, and it's one of those movies that I think everybody likes because everyone can relate to it on some level. I don't know. That sounded right, but it's a great fucking movie. Unfortunately, it takes a half a day to watch it. Dude, I remember back when it was on like TBS or T, you know, it was always on TNT, channel 51 or 54, one of those. Doing 55 and a 54. Jay Z. I think it was on channel 54. 
And I'm like, okay, cool, Forrest Gump's on. And then you click it, and it's it's 9 o'clock in the morning, and it ends at 2. And you're like, this movie is only two and a half hours. Why does it take seven to finish a two and a half hour movie? And it's because every two scenes, they shove fucking Charmin commercials in your asshole. And they just go, buy this shit, go to Del Taco, and then use Charmin, and shit your out, shit your pants. Shit your outs? What is that? Point of the story, that this one wins. I'm not going to look at the rest of it, because Forrest Gump and All for One already wins. Already wins. So this one gets an A. This is the winner. Uh, on the sports, okay. uh, NBA, I don't know, man. July 31st, July 30th. Some people want to play, some people don't. I'm just sipping back. Sipping back? I'm sitting back and sipping back. UFC recap. Kind of already did it. Uh, Amanda Nunes' fight was great. Um, went to decision, which was impressive. Felicia Spencer uh, fought a good fight. I mean, fuck, went to, went to, went to decision. Um, so that's that's something that's something to be said for sure. And then uh, the uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley fight was insane. His knockout was nuts. And um, yeah, outside of that, UFC two fifty one got announced like yesterday or the day before. I don't know. June eleventh on Fight Island. Fucking Mortal Kombat. Dude, I hope Dana White gets like a wig and he sits. He just fucking sits in a a tower over the octagon. Like Shang soon. And then right when someone's about to get choked out, he just goes, Yo, soul is mine. <laughs> and just fucking ri- just fatality. Just that's that's what happens. And we just allow it because it's in Abu Dhabi and anything goes in Abu Dhabi. They drive fucking Bugattis all day. Bugattis are like our Honda Civic. You know? Everyone like, hey, most people have Honda Civics. Or like now it's like Priuses and Teslas are cool, but let's be honest. Honda Civic, when you're like, name one car, you're either going to say Toyota Tacoma or you're going to say Honda Civic. So out there, they're like, hey, say a car. And their first thing is Bugatti. <laughs> like, holy tits. So, yeah, they do whatever the fuck they want. So um, that's going to be a great card. It's still a month out, so we, who knows? They could have, I don't know, revive Bruce Lee or some shit. But uh, Rose is fighting Jessica Andrade. They're fighting again. Uh, Jose Aldo is fighting Peter Yan. Um, that's going to be a great fight. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is going to be fighting Max Holloway. They're fighting again, so that's going to be dope. Uh, they just fought each other, so they're fighting again. Hence why they call it a rematch. But don't. Uh, and then we got Kamaru Usman fighting Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns just fought, for people that don't know, like six weeks ago. Um, fucking fought Tyron Woodley, right? Yeah, fought him, won handsomely, like put on a clinic. So. For him to go to a, I think it was a fight night, the main card on the fight night, the main event, to now the main event of the pay-per-view for the championship. So that'll be, that's fucking great for him, dude. That's going to be a great fight. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We're, st- we're still we're still a month out. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But um, that's it. NFL, I think game on as usual. Fans, no fans. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, on to album of the week, I picked Coming Home by Leon Bridges. Came out in 2015. Great album, start to finish. This one probably is his most famous one, I guess, I would say. You, you probably heard at least two or three songs. Um, River is on there. You've heard that. If you're a Big Little Liars, Pretty Little Liars. No, Big Little Lies. Big. What's the one with Reese Witherspoon? That one. 
that one has the song River in it. Uh, great, great album. Great musician. Leon Bridges is fucked, dude. He, you know who he is. If you're listening to this, you know who Leon Bridges is. And if you don't, then you look it up. And the album is called Coming Home, and it came out in 2015. That's all I got for you, fucks. Um, yeah, man, spread the word on the podcast if you want, you know, or not, whatever. But I would appreciate it. I'd love you for it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, Cookies and Beer Podcast, and then our email is Cookies and Beer Nineteen at Gmail dot com. You guys be safe out there. Be good humans as always, and I'll talk to you guys very soon. Peace. <laughs>